Happy December, RV lovers, and welcome to episode 18 of the RV Connects podcast. Today, we have gas on the brain, that is, as we talk about our quick tips for gas station etiquette. I'd like to give a special shout out to my cousin Dave, who was nice enough to call us last week when the podcast went out a day late to make sure we were all okay. And I kind of think we actually ruined his morning commute because cousin Dave likes to download our episodes and listen to them as he drives to work. So with that being said, today, cousin Dave, this episode is dedicated to you. And speaking of last week, the response to our holiday gift giving guide has been phenomenal. It's actually our fastest growing episode to date. So thank you very much. If you haven't listened to it, there's some great stocking stuffers, some great tips for RV lovers that you might like. I'm just happy that it's had such a good reception because it tells me that people are getting into the holiday spirit and that makes me happy. So before we get into this week, uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Melina. I'm Dan. And we are the RV Connects. We are a Canadian family of four traversing North America in our 29-foot travel trail. And we talk about tips, tricks, guides, stories, events, anything to do with the part-time RV life. So welcome if you are a new listener and let's get started. So today is a bit of a quickie. It's a bit of a short episode. As we mentioned last week, we are spending the bulk of December doing episode planning for 2021. So uh, for the month of December, we're, we're taking the easy road a little bit and we're condensing some of our best RV tips and tricks into smaller bite-sized pieces. So with that said, let's talk about gas. Yep, I've always got gas. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. It had to be said. So you may have heard of us talk about, you know, carrying a gas can as one of our tips. And we've got tips buried in other episodes. But hey, we know that sometimes you speed through those or we don't get to develop them as much as we can and we get some questions. So this is one I think we'll talk about again and dedicate just a little bit of time in a shorter episode to it. So after we made our first big trip down to Myrtle Beach, it became abundantly clear to me that we needed to carry a little bit extra gas in a gas can, a jerry can. And so the next big trip we did, I took a 20 liter jerry can. So that'd probably be what, about five gallons US. Mm -hmm. And I brought that along for us. And so you're probably asking yourself, why do you carry this 20 liter, five gallons of gas with you? And and this is not, I ran out of gas and I'm at the shoulder of the road on the interstate or the 401 and I'm topping off. If, if you've got that problem, I can't help you. This is, this is gas that you bring along for the occasional, I think we can make it, but just in case I'm going to put a little bit more in at the rest stop. It's the, I think we just need 40 more minutes to get where we need to go. And I don't want to have to spend 40 minutes pulling off the highway to gas up. We'll gas up in the morning when we get breakfast. It's that kind of situation or the situation where you just want a little bit more peace of mind. So what I do, and and the other thing to keep in mind here is this is gas. It's not going to go to waste. You don't need to have a special can for this. It can be the can that you use for your lawnmower, for your snowblower, for what you keep in the garage. And that's what I use it for. And so I find that this is really helpful. Usually I use it towards the end of the day. We're at a rest stop. We need another 40 minutes or we need a little bit of peace of mind and I dump the gas can into the truck and that gets us through a traffic jam. It gets us to the other side of a city. It gets us to our final destination and gets us in a little bit sooner than we normally would if we didn't have that gas. So I would encourage everybody to keep a good size gas can with your vehicle, with your rig and have it handy to dump in. The other thing I would tell you, and I didn't know this till the first time I did it, you can't just dump gas into an F-150. If you have a Ford F-150, 
I thought, well, maybe the problem is I don't have a long enough spout. So I went to Canadian Tire and I bought a different kind of funnel and that didn't help the situation. It wasn't until I actually looked into the manual and looked on YouTube. It turns out that in a F-150, there's actually a special funnel underneath the seat in the back that you are to use to put into your thing to dump the gas in. So if if that's the little feature that they put on an F-150, I'm sure it's something similar on a Dodge Ram that you don't know about or a Chevy Silverado. So those are the kind of things that you're going to want to know ahead of time and maybe test out so that you're not having a stressful family event trying to figure out how to get gas into the truck uh, when you told your wife that it would all be okay and now you're spilling gas all over the side of the truck. Mm -hmm. So I know Dan's going to talk about his restroom rule, which he's very passionate about. But I also want to put a disclaimer here. I mean, some of these tips you might have heard in a less flushed out manner on other episodes. But if you're a regular listener, stick around because I kind of feel a Dan rant coming on. Dan's very, very passionate about gas station etiquette when you're pulling a travel trailer or just in general, like just a societal... Be a decent citizen, people. (laughs) Be cognizant of your surroundings. He's going to go into old man Dan mode, which is like the old man sitting on a front porch on his rocking chair having a rant so just this this is your this is your uh, warning i guess so when do you put the gas into the truck generally i do it at a rest stop why are we at a rest stop we're at a rest stop maybe because we need a snack maybe because we legitimately need a rest and and we've talked about it before sometimes pulling into the rest stop as you enter a new state or province is a good way to get a little bit of information take a couple of pictures and we kind of look forward to it it's a bit of a family tradition right the other time you get there is because you failed as a parent to make your child use the washroom the last time you stopped for gas so we have a drill and the drill is as well rehearsed as the fire drill at a school we pull in dad starts to gas up Melina takes the girls and they go to the restroom and everybody uses the washroom whether you need to or not. That consolidates the number of stops that you need to make. Mm -hmm. Now, are we 100% perfect, honey? Mm, Yes, always. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. Sometimes you have to stop. But it's when you're in those rest stops that I usually take that opportunity to dump the gas can in and get us that just a little bit further. And and it'll save you 40, 45 minutes a day that you can either put into just getting to your campsite or... 45 more minutes down the road mm-hmm, for to, sure to travel a little bit further it's all about the multitasking my other big tip for gassing up you have a co-pilot and melina is really good at using google satellite view on google maps to check out a gas station so i tend to like to stop at a truck stop i tend to like to stop somewhere where i know there's rv lanes and and i will usually kind of know which flying j truck stop has that or i'll know in our area which ones that i can stop at but inevitably you're doing a side trip to go see some something or you need gas at a particular time and you're going to have to pull off the highway and you're not really sure what you're walking into. Well, not all our travel is done on interstates either or right. or 400 series highways. You know, a lot of them are country back roads, right? And you need to take the gas station that's given to you. Exactly. So what are you looking for when you're looking on satellite? I look for entrance and egress. I look for, you know, are we going to fit in? Can we make that turn? I look for location of the pumps as best as I can tell from the satellite view. And then we kind of tend to try to earmark which pump we want to go to. We know if it's going to be the outside or the inside pump or a completely different set of pumps we can see in the satellite image off to the side that we know are for trucks or larger vehicles. But there are some we've had to bypass because we know if we pull in, we are not making the turn to get out and you can't back up. So just knowing the full length of your rig setup, and then I guess just being a really visual learner, like you can really gauge from a satellite view whether you're going to be able to make 
make that turn. Right. And chances are in a lot of gas stations, you're going to want the outside lane because the outside lane will let you make a big drive in one way, drive out the other way, almost a bit of a horseshoe or a U-shape. So Mm -hmm. you want the outside lane. So even if the inside lane is open, you're probably going to take the outside lane because you know that you can make that turn. You're probably looking at the the distance between the pumps and the storefront and is there parking for other cars in front because sometimes that'll cut into your turning radius as well. And I'm also going to add on to their terrain. Like a lot of the times the gas station on a, you'll see a gas station on the map, but you won't realize there's a 45 degree grade, you know, up a driveway to the top of a hill to get into the gas station. That might not be the gas station for you. That can be a showstopper. Yeah. You're also looking, can I drive all the way around the gas station? Yes, big one. Can I drive around the back of the gas station? Because there's been many a time I'm like, hey, we'll just drive around the gas station. Well, he's like, nope, maybe I should check that out. And it saved our bacon. Same for like fast food joints and, and any parking lot, really. Make sure you have, if you you can't get in and out easily on the entrances that you can see from the road, make sure you can get around the building. And if you can, pick your gas station in pairs. Mm -hmm. So pick a gas station. You know you're going to gas station A. If you've done all your research, you think you're going to get in, and all of a sudden you get there and you're like, there's no way I can do it. At least you've got gas station B. Mm -hmm. Chances are you're going to be able to get in. Do you want to talk to society about pulling away from your pump if you need to do other things at the gas station? Listen, it's about courtesy. I think sometimes as an RVer, you're probably going to annoy people. And I'm not going to lie. There's been times that I've pulled in and I've had to block off three pumps because I'm almost 50, if not 50 50 feet feet. longer by the time you take the truck and the trailer and you put it all together. And maybe you've got a smaller rig. Maybe you've only got a a 20 foot trailer, a 15 foot trailer, but you're going to block a couple pumps and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Pump your gas and get out of the way. Pump your gas. If you're paying at the pumps, grab your receipt, pull forward somewhere else, and then go organize your life. (laughs) I usually pull in and I say, hey, Melina, I'm going to pull over and I point to a direction and she knows that when I pull out, she can look and see the trailer and the truck over there, or I can give her the keys if we see each other inside the gas station and she can go back and she can find it. Pull out of the pumps so that the next person can come in. I can tell you that because you have to use that outside lane, society, on behalf of everybody else, not just RVers, the outside lane is not the spot to eat your lunch random man in colorado the outside lane is not the spot to scratch your lottery ticket the outside lane is not the spot to gas up park and then go shop for your groceries some guy in missouri with his college kids going on a weekend trip the gas pumps is not a spot to change a diaper and that story still lives i think with a degree of of uh infamy infamy in our family because dad got pretty grumpy and Hangry Dan came out all because somebody took 20 minutes to change their kid's diaper in the outside lane. So please, this makes me feel so much better getting it off my chest before Christmas. <laughs> Even if you're not towing anywhere, pump your gas and pull out of the way so the next guy can get in because we've all got places to go. We also know that we're like preaching to the choir. I think Dan just wants to get it off his chest. And maybe you're sitting in your car or in your rig or at your house and you're nodding, like going, yeah, yeah. Just got to get it out there. I'm, I'm the champion for the average man who wants the <laughs> gas pumps clear because i promise we're really friendly if you meet us on the road (laughs) let me just recap here i think it's a good idea to carry a decent quantity of gas 20 liters five gallons keep it in your truck don't put it in the cab with the people put it somewhere else safer use that gas to help you get another 40 minutes to give you peace of mind know how it gets put into your truck because remember i didn't realize that you had to use a special funnel that came with the Ford F-150 and I'm sure that 
GMC, Chevy, Dodge, Toyota all have their own little things that you need to be aware of. So, so be aware of that. I would say don't be afraid to use the gas. It's not it's not the fire alarm that you pull just in case of emergency. I probably use it every other day and I, I fill it back up the next time I stop for gas. Mm-hmm. When I do that, use Google Earth, have your co-pilot check things out. You're probably going to use the outside lane. Make sure that you can have one way in and one way out. Pick your gas stations in pairs so that if gas station A is not going to work, you can go to gas station B and know if you can drive around that gas station because that can help you get in, in and out a little bit quicker as well. And then the last thing I'd say is you don't feed your husband before he gets hangry. Yes. Feed <laughs> your husband and feed him frequently. <laughs> Sorry, go I on. Think, I think that's all I've got to say. Okay. And don't change your diaper in the gas station line, for goodness sakes. Your diaper or your baby's diaper? Either one. Just don't do it. Okay. With that said, that's our quick tip. It probably went a little longer than we anticipated it would, but that's okay. We're rolling with the punches here. It is very snowy here. It is very cold here. I'm all about snuggling up in front of the fire and getting comfortable. So next week's episode, I think we are going to talk about um, comfort food. And we are going to talk about our top five cast iron recipes that we like to cook when we're camping. Yep. And I think we definitely like to hear what other people's recipes are. Absolutely. All right. With that said, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.